0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Ducky Diets podcast. Today is going to be such a good podcast episode, you guys. Anytime I do an episode with my husband, I just get so excited because I just love our relationship and how open we are. And I think this is going to be really, really good for you guys because so many of you guys tell me that you're holding this struggle on your own. Your husband doesn't really understand the full extent of your binge eating and you know there's some secret eating going on and it just really feels difficult like you're holding this on your own. So I wanted to bring Andrew on today because I wanted to share how binging impacted our relationship and my story of when I was binging and dating Andrew and how I actually shared with him what I was going through and then Andrew shares his perspective as well, too, of how he felt when he was dating me, when I was struggling with binge eating, and I also share some tips on how to actually start that conversation with your partner, because it could feel really embarrassing, it can feel really shameful, Um, but I know that with me sharing with you what I specifically did, how I went about it. Um, and Andrew's like response to me sharing about this and being open with him, I think this is going to give you so much more courage to be able to um, be open and have that communication, that conversation with your with your partner as well, too, if you have one. So um, before we dive into the episode, though, I did want to quickly remind you that I am hosting a completely free workshop on Tuesday, September 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all about the one thing that you need to stop binge eating. So this is really going to help you to stop feeling the impulse to binge, right? That nagging impulse that feels like you have to give in. Um, I'm going to be able to support you through that and share just literally the one thing that you need in order to stop binge eating. Um, so if you're interested in joining, be sure to click the show notes down below or you can register at sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash workshop and you can reserve your spot. Um, once again, this is happening on Tuesday, September the 28th at 7 p.m., eastern time if you can't make it live you can still register and i'll send you the recording um as always the live is always so much better um but if you can't make it for whatever reason um definitely still register and i'll send the replay so once again click the link down below or go to sustainablehealthproject.com workshop all right let's go ahead and get into this episode Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tea and Teachings. I, you guys would be so proud of me because I actually have my tea here. We've done so many episodes, and it's all about tea and teachings. And we don't have uh, tea, we don't have water, we don't have coffee, we don't have all the things.
1: It's, it's more like talking teachings. <laughs> yeah, that should
0: just be it. But I'm always drinking tea. So anyways, you guys, today, um, Andrew and I wanted to chat about relationships and binge eating and being open with your partner and how to, how to really enable yourself to have open conversations with your partner and why it's, why it's so important. Right. And I think so many people who struggle with binge eating feel like I can't, I can't share this with my partner. Like he's literally gonna think I'm crazy. Like this is embarrassing. And we hold the struggle on our own but it festers and it festers and it festers and your partner only can support you in the way that they know how and with what you choose to share with them and i want to i want to bring andrew on today because obviously binge eating was something that i've struggled with for an entire decade and i've been on both sides of the spectrum where i kept it from him for many many years i think it was probably Four years, and I also did open up about my struggles with him. And I want to kind of share my story, and then also share some tips, um, some tips, and why it's important for you to um, really have that communication with your partner. Um, Andrew, do you want to add anything, or do you want me to just dive in?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're we're good to just dive in. You know, it's it's interesting because uh, a lot of people struggle cheating are always focused on what what their story and their challenges but they don't really realize how much I think it affects their partner and the person that they're with Um, because there are a lot of things you know that if I had known sooner like I would have been able to address and it's not that we ever had you know we're really fortunate we're good at talking things through we never had huge crazy problems um, in our relationship but I think if I had known how much it was, it definitely would have made like navigating certain conversations and, and having open discussions a lot easier um mm-hmm. than it was just, you know, kind of guessing, which is what you know I was doing originally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think um I think it, so. We'll talk about, I guess, our relationship first. I think because people maybe can relate to it first. So, you know, when I was was struggling, right? Everything was, everything was a struggle, right? Like going out to dinner, it was like, like that was like the scariest thing, you know? And I remember, I think you may have remembered that one time you took me, took me out for my birthday dinner and I didn't even eat anything. <laughs> Do you remember that one time? Where did we go? It was like yes. this new I, place.
1: I had all of the, I had all of the food. I had all of the dessert. And what we did was we, we asked for essentially Uh, we said that we were going to share, we were going to share the plates, right, even though you didn't eat anything, and then for the dessert, because I wanted dessert, but you, like, obviously didn't have anything, Um, we got two spoons, and then we used both spoons on the dessert, like, and I mean, obviously, like, at that time, like, I think, too, that time was, was, you were in a place where it was kind of closet binge eating, but you were also, like, still trying to count macros and doing yeah. this like hybrid stuff so like to me on the outside I was like she's just like super diligent with her food like that's that's yeah. what she's, she's just trying to count this way um yeah. and that's fun, right um it sucked because I felt like you know sometimes we couldn't go to specific places mm-hmm. um you know, I felt a little bit bad about taking you out to places because I didn't want you to not be able to have something and then me being are like fidgeting
0: like with something. What are you doing?
1: I'm I'm always fidgeting. That's what I'm All I hear is click,
0: click, click.
1: No. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it was hard for I think us to truly go out and enjoy things because yeah. I was always in the back of my mind, like, hey, is she gonna want to have something or not? Right. Yeah, um, that's kind of where that was.
0: Yeah, and that was the same thing for me too, where it's like I wanted to go out and have fun and I wanted to go out for dinner like it's such a fun experience but for me it was like this anxiety inducing thing like literally going out to dinner was like the, the scariest thing you know and I think um you know there's that aspect but I think too like the intimacy and like body image and all these things as well too like you know i felt super insecure in my body you know and your partner loves you and you know wants to be intimate with you and when you are having these binges and you're feeling bloated and you're feeling disgusted like the last thing you're going to want to do is be naked in front of your partner right and it's not only doing a disservice to you because let's be honest like pleasure is important but also for your partner as well too right like it's it's kind of doing a double disservice and um I think something that really enabled our relationship to our relationship never was like in a bad place, but what really um, improved it like so much more was just being open and having that conversation because your partner, again, your partner doesn't know the level of extent you can, you know, kind of joke around and say like, I'm always eating or like, oh, you know, I'm obsessed with chips or like, you know, I'm addicted to sugar and we kind of like joke about it, but then, you know, you'll be there binging on chips and your partner is going to come and start binging on chips as well too. And just think this is, you know, this is just kind of a normal thing, but it's not normal. It's super common, but it's not normal. And um, yeah, what are your, what do you have to say,
1: Andrew, about that? Kind of uh, one of the things that always um, kind of frustrated me is like, it, like, look, your partner's not stupid, right? Like, I knew that something was wrong because I felt that something was wrong. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I felt that something was wrong. That's the reality, right? Like, your I didn't partner know. What... Knows. <laughs> yeah, well, your partner knows that something is up. They don't know what exactly is up. But you know what, when you don't want to wear certain outfits, when you are, are shying away from certain stuff that you normally do, when you have a physical look of frustration, when you give off the energy of frustration and, de- and, and you know, desperation, sometimes y- you can feel that you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that someone is upset you just like you can see somebody's frustrated in a room, or be like, Oh, that guy's pissed off. It's essentially the same thing. And you know, you're as a partner, Okay, and I want to label men that, that, you know, to do this, but as a partner, I'm the kind of person who's like, I want to ask what's wrong. I want to help in that moment. I'm like, let me help you fix this. You know, and you know that I've always been super, super direct. And when I don't know things, that's when I start to think, is it me? Am I doing something wrong? What the hell? What the hell is this? And it starts bleeding over into the other aspects that have nothing to do with food anymore. Mm -hmm. That's when Mm -hmm. it becomes a real problem. Because there gets to a point where your partner's like, I don't get it. You're always upset at night. I don't get it. You're always frustrated when you wake up. I don't get it. You have these belts where you feel so great. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're like a complete emotional walking wreck and disaster. And the thing is, is like, sure, you're not, like you never targeted me you're not like screw you Andrew okay but I it's you feel the emotions coming back and you know regardless of whether you're targeted or not as a human being that does affect you you're like what the heck I'm going to be around this person who's always feeling this way and you're like it must be something that I'm doing because clearly If she doesn't want to talk about it, if she doesn't want to say something, not communicating with your partner, it, and this just has not like, it's not just related to binge eating, not communicating with your partner period is the quickest way to end your relationship because your partner's only going to ask so many times before they say, screw it. And you know what? They'll get tired of it. They will they'll get tired of the conversation. They'll get tired of the lack of communication. And you don't want that to happen. When communication happens, then your partner can help.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I think that was like my scariest thing as well too. Like I I was like almost okay, like as sad as it sounds, I was almost okay with it ruining my life. Like I was like almost okay with it because I was like, well, like it's just impacting me. Like that's fine. But when I started to realize how much it was impacting other areas of my life and other people of my life like you know even like my mood towards you and always being like uptight all the time and always being like irritable all the time like that I think hurt me even more because like you didn't deserve that and you literally did nothing wrong and you don't even you didn't even know what I was going through you know so it was like so frustrating and I I think mm -hmm.
1: I remember when you first started to kind of tell me bits and pieces because you didn't tell me it in its entirety but you told me bits and pieces and you could only do it over text okay and I was like why don't you tell me this to my face right but at least you were telling me right and you could only tell me through text And one of the things there which kind of started this was like you you sometimes because you're super frustrated your attitude kind of came out words to other people. Right. And I was like, Hey, like you got to relax like with your mom, with other, and you're like, I know that I'm literally doing this. Like you, you openly said it. You're like, I know what I'm doing on the day to day. And that's what makes it even more frustrating. And, and I saw that. Right. And, and that's, I think for, for you when, I mean, at least from what I saw when you started to talk about it in, in pieces and started to tell me, Because I think at that point it was like, you know, he's got to know.
0: Well, yeah. Right. Cause it's just like, it didn't feel like me. And I know so many of you ladies say the same thing. Like it, number one, it doesn't even feel like you. And number two, like you're worried about like your kids developing issues. And some of you guys, you know, like who have young kids, like, I mean, Andrew and I don't have kids, but I do know that kids, directly follow what you do not what you say you do but they follow what you do and they and they they feel your energy you know and a lot of you guys you know are like hiding food and you know binging in secret and stuff like that and that's only doing harm to you it's only doing harm to you and i feel like when i was open with you for sure things started to shift I and mean, i didn't feel like the judgment i didn't feel like the shame that the guilt and partners are never going to understand at the level of the person going through it. I truly believe that if if you haven't gone through it, you're not going to fully understand, but at least they can have a greater perspective of why you maybe have those mood swings or why you get upset after eating a chocolate bar. Because some people might think, hey, just a chocolate bar, like, don't worry, like, just move on. And that's like, that's a comment that can really freaking stir up some shit, you know, and that's not okay. But if you don't communicate with your partner, they're just not going to know. And I think that is, that is so important yeah. also too, with getting support. Um, you know, if your partner doesn't understand that, you know, you're crying and you're sneaking food and you're literally hating your body and this is controlling your life, how can they support you in, in getting help?
1: Exactly. And that was literally like one of the first things that I said to you when you told me and, and, um, and I remember it's like a a really long text and like, you went more to specifics and no, I didn't understand. Right. And I openly told you that I was like, listen, I, I don't understand what this is. I've never, You know, this is never something that I came across personally, but let's get you help. That was literally the first thing that I said, because guess what? As a partner, right, your partner's job is there to help you and support you. If you can't rely on that anchor of your partner, you need to really rethink who your partner is. And that's just being open and honest. If you can't talk to them about this or if they're going to sideline your happiness, your comfortability for them, you really need to to take a second guess because when I heard that the very first thing I said was, listen, I don't know. I I don't understand, but let's get you help.
0: Yeah.
1: Like we've hired business coaches. We'll, we'll, we'll find support in a way that's going to be able to help you through this. And that's when the dialogue became open Mm -hmm. and you became more comfortable sharing. And we started to work through it together because your partner wants you to succeed. Mm
0: -hmm. Hiding this
1: is like hiding a bank account that's in the negatives. Yeah. Like your partner is going to see it and then be like, "What on earth is this? Why have I not seen this before?" And the thing is, is it only becomes more difficult to talk about the longer you put this off. Yeah. So it's, I know it's uncomfortable, and it, the thing is, is I don't, I don't think it's supposed to be comfortable because it's a struggle. If it was something comfortable, then you wouldn't be struggling, would you? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's about making sure that you're having that communication because all of your partners want to be able to support you. And if they don't, then you need to start having a conversation of why aren't you supporting me with this?
0: Yeah. And I think partners are so much more receptive and open to supporting when you're just fully honest, like saying that you're going to be doing another like oh, I'm just going to be doing another like workout program. And this is like a health program. Like they're going to be like, dude, you've done 900 programs in the past. And we spent thousands of dollars. You don't need that. Like you can do it on your own. I'll be here to motivate you. We'll hold each other accountable. That is fucking complete bullshit. Okay. Don't lie to your partner because that's not going to help you. That's not what you need. And this is not what It's not the support that you need. You don't need another diet plan. You don't need another workout plan. And your partner, if you don't completely share with them everything that's that's going on with you, they're going to think this is just another, you know, woo-woo program, and you're just going to fail at it again, because that's typically what happens, right? So be open, share. And I know it's not easy. And if you feel like in this moment, maybe you can't full on chair because i'm not going to lie it did take me some time so i'm not like hey just tonight book a conversation with your partner and just spill it all out that can feel really freaking scary but at least reach out to me at least reach out and be open because that in and of itself can just relieve so much pressure to number 1 know that you're not alone and release some of the the shame and the guilt and the like the secrecy um so at least reach out to me and we can, we can go from there.
1: Yeah. And I mean, before we, we kind of end this with some tips to, to start that conversation, because yeah. I think it's really important. Um, I want to like knock these excuses right out. Okay. There are all the things like there's literally three or four things that are going through your mind right now. Number one, my partner's not going to understand. They don't have to, they just have to want to help. Okay. Number two, there's never the right time. There's never the right time for literally anything.
0: I freaking texted you while I was in what, like college or something like in middle of class. I was just like, all right, this is the time we're just going to do it.
1: Yeah. So the first one was like some random is like two o'clock or whatever. And I was like, where did this come from? And it wasn't like a small message. It was like a, like a blast Okay. It was a
0: freaking essay you guys.
1: And then then the, the next ones came at like super late at night before you were going to sleep. But it's like, you know what? I would rather hear it as a partner. I would rather hear it and know than not hear it and be wondering all the time. Right. So in terms of, oh, there's never the right right time. Guess what? Like literally like 2 PM, boom. Like it's on your mind now, say it now. That's, that's the way that it should be. Okay. And then the last thing is like, well, what do I do if my partner doesn't support me? okay, have a question on why don't you support me, right? Like me and Lorna are not just involved with each other in relationship. We have a business together. We bought a home together. Everything is a part of each other's lives. And I support Lorna a thousand and one percent because I want her to succeed because I love her. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. So if at some point, someone's not willing to support you in an area, ask them why. Sometimes it might not be a love reason. Maybe that well, I don't, I, maybe it's a knowledge reason. I don't have enough knowledge on the subject. Cool. Let's get you educated. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, finances. Well, I'm concerned about this. Okay, cool. Well, let's save. we'll work on a game plan. So then this doesn't have to be a stressor, right? There's always some reason as to why someone doesn't want to help nine times out of 10. It's not because they don't love you. That's the truth. Okay. And if they're literally like, no, this is not important whatsoever. Well, you got to challenge them on that. I mean, what are you going to do? Be a, be in a back burner in a relationship? Like that's, that's insane to me at least Totally, because I would never back burner you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess some tips, um, in terms of being open, like I said, you don't have to full on be like, Hey, you know, I struggle with binge eating. But maybe just even starting with, like, you know, hey, um, you know, some comments to me about how much I'm eating or what I'm eating. Um, Maybe just like, let's try to keep those um, comments kind of away. Um, It is a little bit triggering for me. You don't have to explain why. If you want to explain why, you can. But um, talking about comments regarding your food choices, um, nobody should be commenting on your body. But if there are, you know, comments about your body, be open, say, Hey, you know, I am on a self-love journey right now. And I would really appreciate it if those comments weren't made to me. Um, and I think just like when you do feel guilt, just, Hey, like, Oh, I'm just feeling a little guilty after eating that. You don't have to say, yeah, after eating the, you know, the entire Ben and Jerry's ice cream tub and the five cookies, and then I also went out, you know, to the drive through and I did, you don't have to explain that. Hey, I just feel guilty or like, hey, I'm actually really, you know, I'm feeling kind of really full right now. And sometimes this is like a, a something that I do quite often. You don't have to go to the, the length of the details and all of that, but just little, little snippets. Little snippets is sometimes gonna be enough maybe for even them to start that conversation.
1: Exactly. And in those sentences, the last tip, for, for you gals, use words like, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. This is something that's really been bothering me. And I'm having trouble with this. Yeah. I can tell you as a partner, when we hear those three things, that is our signal, the signal that you give us as a partner. Please, I am open to help or I'm open to a conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Somebody
1: doesn't have to say, help me to know that you need help. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You really. Know? Yeah. So that is all for um this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys will take what you learned from this and go out and implement it. And as always, if you need some support, please reach out to me. Um but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and have a good rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Please remember that my free workshop is happening this Tuesday, September the 28th at 7 p.m. EST, and this is going to be all about the one thing, yes, the one thing that you need in order to end binge eating, so I'm so excited. Be sure to register down below. The link is going to be in the show notes, or you can always go to Sustainable Health Project com forward slash workshop and register and like i mentioned if you can't catch it live at seven o'clock be sure to still register and i'll go ahead and send you over the replay so once again sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash workshop